Guy Carumba, July 9 to 15, 2023. Mars passes 0.6 degrees from Regulus this week. See them Sunday and Monday night in the west in the evening. Very bright Venus is nearby. It's been following Mars. Remember last month when Mars went through the Beehive Cluster and then Venus did more than a week later? Well, Venus won't pass by Regulus. It's calling off its pursuit of the red planet. It's going to kind of hover below Regulus in the evening sky until about the last week of this month and then retreat sunward. Venus will be as close as 3.5 degrees from the star on Sunday the 16th. Mercury is making its evening appearance. If you can spot the messenger planet, you might see it go through the Beehive Cluster. That'll happen Friday and Saturday. The best view is going to be from about 10 to 20 degrees south of the equator. And unfortunately, even from there, it's going to be hard to see. The planet won't be more than about 2 to 3 degrees above the horizon when it's dark enough to start seeing the stars in the Beehive. And you'll have to see them through more light-dimming atmosphere. The fast-moving Mercury will pass by Venus and then Regulus later this month. The planet won't get much easier to see in the middle and high northern latitudes, but it will be a splendid sight from everywhere else. With Regulus featuring so prominently in our evening sky watching this month, it's a great time to learn more about it. It's actually four stars, about 79 light years from us. Most amateur astronomy telescopes can reveal two of the stars. Very high power is needed to see three. The fourth is evident only through analyzing the spectra. The fourth star in Regulus orbits the main star that gives Regulus its bluish color. The one we can't see emits its own spectral signature with some very narrow color bands missing. Scientists use that information to determine what the star is made of, and when that spectral signature disappears, that star is behind the main one. A lot of binary stars have been discovered by analyzing their spectra. Virgo's a prominent evening constellation this time of year. From most of the northern hemisphere, she's in the southwest as darkness sets in. Virgo's high in the west from low southern latitudes and in the northwest from farther south in the southern hemisphere. Her brightest star is Spica. It's 250 light years away and is actually a double star. The two stars orbit each other in just four days. They're about one-eighth the distance from each other as the sun and the earth. You won't see both stars in a telescope. This is another star we call a spectroscopic binary. Look up the Sky Carumba podcast from April 23rd, 2023 to find out more about Virgo in mythology. The service you're getting this edition from should have it. Scorpius is crossing the meridian in early evening in July. It's a somewhat southern constellation, so you don't see it from high northern latitudes. Saturn's in Aquarius and rises in late evening. It's moving very slowly retrograde or westward. The moon, over the equator and almost at last quarter when the week begins, will rise a little after Saturn on Sunday. Last quarter is at 0148 UT on Monday as the moon passes through Pisces. It's near Jupiter on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. See a waning crescent near the Pleiades on Thursday morning, and it's near Elnath in Auriga on Saturday. Sunday next week, the moon will be at northern Lunasus 27.9 degrees from the equator. (music) 
Mars is at northern solstice on Wednesday. That's the equivalent of the June solstice on Earth. Mars has an axial tilt of 25 degrees. That's a little more than Earth's at 23.4 degrees. I've told you before, Mars's seasons are nothing like Earth's. Our atmosphere is denser, we have a lot of ocean water, and we're closer to the sun. All that helps us stay a lot warmer. Earth also orbits in less of an ellipse. No matter what season it is, we don't get much closer to or farther from the sun. So Earth's distance from the sun has almost no effect on the temperatures. Mars's distance from the sun changes enough that a season in one hemisphere can be a lot warmer or colder than the same season in the other hemisphere on the other side of the planet's orbit. Of course, it's so cold anywhere on Mars most of the time, you wouldn't like it anyway. Three bright stars make a great triangle that's up all night this time of year for Northern Hemisphere viewers and for sky watchers in the lower southern latitudes. They're called the Summer Triangle, and each is the brightest star in a different constellation. They are Deneb, Vega, and Altair. Deneb is the tail of Cygnus the Swan, or it's the head of the Northern Cross. Cygnus is the official constellation name. I used to think of Deneb as the swan's head because it's so bright and not far from the wings. When I saw a picture of a swan in flight, I understood I was wrong. Their very long necks stretch out much farther from their wings than their tails do. So when you're looking at what would be the foot of the cross, that's where the swan's head is in the depictions. Also, Deneb is an old Arabic word for tail. But on another note, there were Native American peoples who saw this constellation as a turkey's foot. Vega is the bright star in Lyra. Lyra's name comes from Latin and Greek words for harp. In some constellation art, a great bird is carrying the harp. That's a combination of two traditions that go way back. In ancient Greek stories, the constellation was a kitara, a musical instrument we can liken to a harp or a guitar. Middle Eastern civilizations before the Greeks saw a vulture in those stars, though, and they called Vega the vulture star. In the Greek stories, Hermes made the musical instrument from a turtle shell and traded it with Apollo for the caduceus. That's the staff with wings and snakes wrapping themselves around it. The staff gave Hermes the power to fly and to heal, and that's why physicians use the caduceus as a symbol today. Altair is the bright star in Aquila the Eagle. The ancient Greek stories say this is the eagle that carried Zeus's thunderbolts. Sometimes the bird did other things for Zeus. The name Altair comes from the Arabic word for the eagle. In India, Altair and the stars on each side of it are said to be three footprints from the god Vishnu. The expression star-crossed lovers originated with William Shakespeare, but the first story about star-crossed lovers didn't come from William Shakespeare. It may be this one from Eastern Asia, a couple thousand years before Shakespeare existed. In Chinese, Korean, and Japanese stories, Altair and Vega are two lovers separated by a river. Altair represents a herdsman. Vega is a woman who weaves ropes or fabric. They fell in love and married, but they spent so much time together, they didn't get any work done. So their parents put them on opposite sides of the river, which is represented by the Milky Way stream. Most days of the year, they have no choice but to work. But on the seventh day of the seventh month, 
magpies form a bridge and one can cross to visit the other. Unless it rains, then the birds don't come and the raindrops are said to be the couple's tears, or they'll have to wait at least another year to try to meet again. There are several versions of the Altair and Vega story. In some, Vega is an immortal princess of the heavens and Altair is a mortal man. The parents are against their relationship from the start and that's why they conspired to separate them. But the two manage to get together once a year anyway. Humans around the world and throughout time have told stories about separation and heartache. I recently read the Brothers Grimm story about the Nixie of the Mill Pond and immediately thought of the Altair Vega story. The Grimm tale is about a husband and wife separated because of a deal the man's father made with a water-dwelling being many years before. The Nixie took the man away, but the man's wife put a lot of work into getting him back from the water world. When he finally escaped, the two ended up separated for so long that when they finally saw each other again, they didn't recognize each other right away. Sky Caramba 